Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. I'm Robert Kuhn, and this is Destination Retirement. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have listened to the show and you are a repeat listener, welcome back. want to let you all know that we do podcast every radio show on our website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. It has been a crazy week, lots to get to. I'm going to tell you stories about uh, kind of just, you know, questions that I'm getting from listeners who are calling in and kind of the general consensus of what others like, uh, you know, kind of just what investors are feeling. Uh, as you know, if you've listened to our show before, I think there's three core components of a successful retirement plan. Number one, income maximization, whether it's today or, or it's in the future. Number two, active management. You should know by now that we don't believe in passive closet index funds. I think the last five months have showed you why. And then number three, we want principal protection strategies in place or some sort of protection strategy in place. We priced a structured note this week from a very large bank, one of the top credit rated banks in the, well, in the world. Uh, Two-year note paying 10.7% a year and that had 50% downside protections. If you want to learn a little bit about that, certainly give me a call and um, we can have that conversation. Or if you have any investment-related questions, uh, certainly when the markets are doing what they're doing, people are starting to reach out. Those that we've talked with three, four, five, six months ago are reaching back out uh, because I think there's a lot of nervousness in the market. So a couple of ways to get in touch with us, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Four nine two nineteen twelve, or you can go to the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com, and click meet with an advisor or get started. Complete that short uh, survey, and someone from my team will reach out to you. So craziness in the market is happening. Uh, we've been talking about this for an extended period of time. We've been, you know, sharing with individuals that interest rates ultimately are going to rise, and when they rise your portfolio stabilizer and your portfolios has generally been bonds. And we've seen bond funds, bond ETFs down anywhere from 10 to 20%, even some in the, in the neighborhood of 25% for the year. So that's a challenge. And this should have been seen by your advisor. The Fed has telegraphed this for an extended period of time. They gave everybody op ample opportunity to make the necessary changes inside of their portfolio so their safe money when their equities went down didn't go down in addition to their equities. Again, 10 to 25% on the downside for bonds. So we've had a lot of conversations uh, with individuals here recently. Again, our job is to educate. Our job is to construct a portfolio that can weather these types of markets, not only weather these types of markets, but actually thrive in these types of markets, when you pay an advisor, that is what they're supposed to do. And for those advisors that haven't, your clients are calling people like us because people are tired of paying a fee to simply track the market up and down. If that was the only 
strategy in place, then you just have to sit and take it, but it's not. So a lot to get to this week. I want to start with, again, the 60-40 portfolio. Equities, 60%. Bonds, 40%. That portfolio allocation of stocks and bonds is one of the most traditional and widely followed investment strategies. Its reputation is built on offering moderate investors enough steady growth and stable income to meet long-term goals. In recent years, however, numerous articles have been written about the death of the 60-40 portfolio. Many argue that the model puts investors in a precarious position going forward based on today's market environment and certainly where interest rates have been and where interest rates are going. Unfortunately, far fewer articles of a roadmap of what the future of the portfolio construction of a 60-40 portfolio looks like. So that is my main concern. And I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about that today. We're going to spend a lot of time, certainly in this first segment, talking about that. Historically, investors have allocated towards bonds to diversify equity risk. It has been a time-tested strategy. In the past, bonds have rallied into equity market dislocations as investors have certainly, especially in times of risk, have gravitated towards more stable assets, especially when there's market stress. But today, there's a new reality for investors and advisors who still are pushing that type of a strategy. If you listen back to all of our radio shows, probably has been, I don't know, four, five, six months, seven months, uh, maybe even into you know third to fourth quarter of last year. We have been saying that people are going to be shocked at how much money they could lose when interest rates go up. And unfortunately, it's happened. We had a, a call with a very nice um, woman in Indiana, and this is not an uncommon call. It's unfortunate, and I'm not going to give the name of the firm uh, where the advisor was, but they're a firm that believes in buy and hold. They're a firm that believes the only way to manage risk inside of a portfolio, um, you know, to diversify that portfolio is bonds. Well, here's what happened. That individual had reached out to her, uh, her advisor and said, hey, my gut feel tells us that we should make some changes. Um, are you certain that we're okay? Well, the response from the advisor was, hey, we still have plenty of time, much, you know, a lot more growth uh, coming. And, and that was in, I think, third or fourth quarter of last year. Beginning of the year, she had that same conversation with the advisor, and the advisor says, listen, we have a balanced portfolio, and given that it's a balanced portfolio, we can handle anything that the, the market throws at it. And as she recognized, well, it didn't happen. And, and like I explained to her, well, the balance side of it is they're using fixed income. They're using fixed income as the portfolio stabilizer, yet the Fed has telegraphed to advisors, to anybody who would listen, exactly what they were going to do. So we fast forward to what happens now. Well, this individual's portfolio is down substantially, not only on the equity side, but on the fixed income side as well. So if you're still utilizing bonds as a uh, portfolio stabilizer, you've already experienced what could happen. And we don't want it to continue to happen, and we don't want it to happen again. So if that's your advisor's answer is just to buy and hold, you don't need the money today, sit and wait, you're going to be fine. We have a balanced portfolio, blah, blah, blah. Well, 
look at your portfolio over, over the last five months and see, you know, take a look at what happened. And if it's not good enough, then let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So a lot of times when we have market you know, dislocation, market drops, market stresses, Inevitably, what's happened, the, uh, well, inevitably, people think, well, okay, now we're down, the market's ultimately going to come back. It's going to come back at some point. And I mean, it's, you know, I mean, if it doesn't come back at some point, then I think the market is the least of our worries, right? But you have to go back to that statistic that I share in almost every meeting. I wish I could share it every single segment. I should share it every single segment. Unfortunately, I forget. But if you had bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years just to get back to even. Think about that, 16 years of basically dead money. Yet, during that period, in the first 10 years, Microsoft earnings tripled. So whatever you're buying today, you have to look at valuation. So we are facing a period of time in the market that in my 23, 24 years, I haven't experienced before. There's just so much uncertainty, so much unknown. That doesn't mean that you want to run and jump into a strategy that you know pr uh, protects all of your principal and you can't lose. And ultimately, you can't lose. A lot of times that means, well, there's very limited growth as well. What it means is if you believe in technology, okay, we utilize technology in every aspect of our life. Just look at your phone. Most people probably have the latest iPhone or, or a generation or two old, but you're certainly not using the first uh, generation of iPhones. But yet when it comes to investing, your risk management is the same strategy that was you know, cutting edge 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And as you could see, it's just not good enough. The, the speed of, uh, of information, the speed of trading, the fact that 60, 70% of the trading volume on the exchanges today are mathematical, quantitative, you know, uh, algorithm type strategies, that is probably not going to change. And so that is why we're seeing these big ups, these big downs. And as an individual investor, you really have two choices. You can sit and take it, right? And, and just hope that when you need the money, ultimately the market's at a peak or at a high and we're not seeing big losses. Because as you take money out of your portfolio, that's money that could never be recouped as far as those losses could never be recouped because that money is outside, it's gone, it's not going to grow as the markets grow. Or you can really just, just uh, utilize the most cutting edge risk management strategies available. And there are strategies today that, as you know, if you've talked with me one-on-one, -on -one, or if you've listened to the radio show, we think investing truly is a three-legged stool. You have to have the buy leg, the hold leg, and then the sell leg. The greatest way to know you have a good advisor is to simply ask, what makes you sell? Explain your methodology of how you sell an investment. Unfortunately, nine out of 10 advisors are gonna stammer through. They're gonna give you something that may sound like, um, you know, it, it's a good answer, but if for another professional was in the room, you would understand that they really are not giving you any kind of methodology, any kind of you know, mathematical equation on what makes me play defense. Because it's simple math. If you don't lose, you ultimately make more. Now, full disclosure, our clients, our growth managers, they're absolutely down. And 
that's okay. But here's the difference. The bulk of our managers, at least the manager that we use for almost all of our clients, they're 50% cash today. So what does that mean for my clients? What does that mean for people who have cash to be put to work at lower prices? Ultimately, when the markets turn and the markets start to go back up, which we're going to talk about, is this a V-shaped recovery or not in the next segment? Well, we're going to recoup those losses much faster than if you don't have fresh capital to put to work at lower prices. So yeah, it's painful right now, without a doubt. But as soon as we come out of this downturn, our clients are going to understand if they haven't already that, you know what, it's okay to lose money if you have the right strategy in place to ultimately take advantage of those dips, put money to work at lower prices, recoup that loss much faster, and then do what advisors are there to do, which is compound your assets, not just to simply give you a portfolio that looks, feels, and trades up and down simply in lock, stock, and barrel with the market. That's not investing. So when we get back, uh, we're up against a break. We're going to talk about what kind of recovery do I expect? What am I seeing? What are the economists saying? If you want to get in touch with us, give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Always visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement, and I am your host. I'm Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a fiduciary. We're a registered investment advisor. We have three core beliefs that every portfolio must have. We need to focus on income maximization, whether it's now or in the future. We need active management, clearly buy and hold, passive strategies, where you have the right to pay an advisor to do nothing more than just have your portfolio move up and down with the market. Those are the clients or those are the clients of advisors who are actually mostly reaching out to us currently, especially in this market. We think you need active management. We think it needs to be based on quantitative analysis, mathematics, no gut feel. And then lastly, we want to make sure that we have some sort of a strategy in place that can buffer the downside. We have a strategy right now. It's a bank structured note from one of the top credit rated banks in the world. That is a two-year note. It's going to go live next week. So if you have an interest, make sure you reach out to us. It's going to go live, uh, like I said, next week. Pays 10.7%. And you have 50% downside protection. So 10.7% each year. Again, it's, um, you know doesn't mean that it's not without risk. There are certainly pros and cons. There are certainly risk considerations. It's not investment advice. I'm just sharing with you what is out there. So make sure if you have any interest in that, you reach out to us and we can go over uh, obviously all the risks and all of the concerns that we have and where it may fit inside of your portfolio. If you want to have a conversation with us, anything investment related, it's really simple. Give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or go to the website, 
K-U-H-N-C-P.com, K-U-H-N-C-P.com. So as you know, we've planted our flag in the mountain or on the mountain of active management. You know that if you've talked with us in the past, our goal is not to try to call tops. Our goal is not to try to call bottoms, but that doesn't mean that you can't play defense. Defense obviously wins championships. I think we've all heard that, yet the average advisor simply never sells, and they don't sell. I don't know if it's because they don't know, they don't have a plan in place, or if they're just worried about slapping a fee on an account and then going out and finding uh, you know, the next client and then the next client and then the next client. A lot of the firms that do the mass advertising and spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on advertising, many firms that you recognize, it's because they have to, because just as quick as they're coming in, ultimately in a down market, those clients are going out the back door. So we've planted our flag on that mountain, that active management and utilizing cash first off in a defensive uh, position to protect from the downside of the market, and then ultimately an offensive position where that money can get put to work at much lower prices, that's ultimately going to, well, it just has. I mean, statistically, you look at the numbers since the late 90s, and you look at the numbers since uh, 2002. I mean, the performance in the outperformance of the market and making sure the ride is so much smoother, you know, it's there. My question to you is, if you're losing money and you're paying a fee to just simply track the market up and down. Why? Let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912. So let's talk about the price of admission and the price of admission in stocks. I think it's inevitably many people have gotten complacent. If you look at the last, uh, you know, I don't know if it's 15 or 16 years, but you're looking at, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of a 13 to 15% annual return. And then you look at the last three years, large tech, large growth, uh, 25%. So people forgotten just how bad it feels to actually lose money. And unfortunately, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Wall Street, it doesn't ring a bell and say, hey, go protect your portfolio because we're about to go down substantially. Many people are still thinking that this may just be a V-shaped recovery. So I'm hearing over and over again, well, I can't make a change now because I'm going to be out of the market and then I'm going to miss the run-up. Well, what if the markets go down another 20 to 30%? I mean, what if this is just a dead cat bounce, as they say? What if, you know, we ultimately trend back down because stimulus is coming out, inflation is rising, interest rates are rising, geopolitically, there's, it, it's a mess maybe like we've never seen it before. So we have kind of a replacement, or not a, a replacement strategy, but kind of a, a recovery strategy. And our recovery strategy is to make sure that if you're in equities currently and you don't have cash to put to work, well, it's going to take you a long time just to get back to where you were. So now might be the time to utilize a strategy that is a little bit more aggressive, that has the ability to go to cash so it can protect against major market losses, but is going to possibly recoup those losses much faster. We're talking a lot about it, and you know the downside profile is, is very similar probably to a lot of what individuals have today, but the upside component, given the growth nature of the strategy, it could possibly recoup those losses much greater than you know, spending the next 10, 15, 20, 30 percent, depending on how much you lost, you know, just get back to ultimately where you were. So you want to learn a little bit more about that recovery strategy. Let's have a conversation, go over the pros, the cons the strategy, the methodology, the performance, 
And uh, if it works for you, fantastic. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. So the price of admission in stocks. When investors think about risk, it's the extremes that immediately come to mind. The 1929 Great Depression. 1987 Black Monday crash, 2000 dot-com bubble, 2008 the great financial crisis, 2020 the pandemic crash. The commonality in all of that is fear, panic, and catastrophic losses. And while these periods are all front and center in our minds, the reality is that risk is always present, even if you can't always see it. From March 2009, the low, Obviously, the high uh, earlier this year, the S&P had gained. Um, so if you look at it from the low to earlier this year, the S&P 500 had gained 818%. That's an annualized return of nearly 19%. It certainly looks like an easy ride. But as investors who are living through the last 13 years, many people will obviously tell you otherwise. There's been 27 corrections since the March of 2009. Many have been, you know, pretty substantial, but the key is, you know, when you look at the fact of the performance of what we've seen over, you know, since, you know, the, the bottom of 2009, everybody thinks their portfolio, their advisor, it's the best, the best advisor, the best strategy, because the markets have done one thing, they've gone straight up. Yet when I look at a portfolio, I can see that, listen, you're simply only going up because of the market. And when the markets change, you are ultimately going to lose a substantial amount of money. I hear people tell me all the time, uh, you know, the last few months, well, I can't make changes because of taxes. Well, now you may not even have to worry about that, right? I mean, because you've given back so much of your gains. It is okay to pay taxes if we are realizing gains. It's certainly a lot. I mean, you just, it's very, very hard to make an investment decision based upon. Now everybody's different. I get that. But the simple notion that I don't want to pay taxes, well, you know, you lose 20 to 30 to 40%, you don't need to worry about paying those taxes because all those gains are gone. So yes, when we look at kind of the, fir you know, the first quarter of this year, worst quarter since the 2008 financial crisis. And if you look at kind of, I mean, I've seen all the statistics, everybody's, you know, seen all this uh, of the statistics of, you know, how bad this year is, but I want to ask you, if you're managing the money on your own, what is your methodology to not let that happen again? What is your recovery strategy? And, you know, why did that happen? And, you know, you certainly didn't have the risk management in place to mitigate this big downside. Just because you might not need the money for five years, seven years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever that number is, does that mean it's okay to lose money? I mean, people hear active management, risk management, and inevitably, they go right to, well, they're trying to outsmart the market. They're trying to call the market, call the top, call the bottom. They're trying to predict the market. Absolutely not. All of our strategies are reactionary. What does that mean? That means our manager, our growth manager, we've been sitting 50% cash plus or minus since January 19th. So yeah, our clients are feeling pain right now. But when the markets do go back, our clients are going to come back, generally speaking, much faster than a buy and hold strategy, we're actually gonna compound growth and actually start to make money much quicker rather than using all of those precious gains to just try to get back to even. And then you have those people who have kind of that 500,000 to uh, maybe $2 million and 
they're just going through a, an absolute tragic scenario right now where they may be five years, seven years, 10 years to retirement, or they're in retirement. Now what? If you have to start pulling money out, it, it truly is just a recipe for disaster. So when, yes, risk is there. And you have to ask yourself, what did my advisor do to prevent this? Because this has been one of the most telegraphed sell-offs that I could remember uh, in my career, 23, 24 years. It maybe not so much in the equity space, but absolutely in the fixed income space, because the Fed has told us over and over and over again that we are raising rates. As rates increase, your fixed income, which you become so accustomed to being safe, making a tremendous amount of money. I mean, you're looking at some of you know, the fixed income ETFs and mutual funds down you know, 20 to 25% just year to date. So again, it all comes down to planning. It all comes down to um, strategizing. It all comes down to protecting. And my question to you is, if you're working with an advisor, what has that advisor done for you? What have they done for you? Did they call you and let you know that you know, there's going to be an issue? Did they call and reassure you that, hey, our portfolio is balanced like the story in the first segment? I mean, what does a balanced portfolio mean? You don't need to make changes because your portfolio is balanced. I mean, balanced in what way? I mean, so you have fixed income, so that's going to make it balanced. So what was supposed to help my portfolio actually lost 15 to 20%. So if you're working with that type of an advisory firm or a group that wasn't proactive, that doesn't have proactive strategies in place, that didn't reach out to you and say, hey, here's the what ifs, here's why, yes, we may be losing money, but given the fact that we have a large cash position, when the markets do rebound, here's how we're going to take advantage of that. Here's how we're ultimately going to uh, recoup a lot of those losses. Well, we're going to recoup those losses, hopefully much, much faster than ultimately the market. If that advisor um, didn't do any of those things that you're working with, now is the time to ask why. Now is the time to revisit, okay, do I have the right plan in place? Do I have the right advisor in place? And, you know, or was it over the last, you know, like I said, you know, since the, the bottom of the market of 09, you know, we've annualized, you know, depending upon day, 18, 19%. Maybe it was just a simple fact that the markets did nothing but go up. So that covered a lot of the issues inside of my portfolio. And I don't expect you to see them because you're not in the business day to day. Well, now you can see what happens when the markets go down and just how quickly they can go down. And you can see how much wealth is eroded. Uh, I mean, not overnight, certainly, but rapidly. And, and, you know, the question is, where do we go from here? And so, you know, now's the time to create a recovery strategy. And here's the answer. It's not to do the same thing that you've been doing. Isn't that insanity? The definition of insanity of, of doing the same thing, but expecting different results. So we're up against a break. This is Robert Kuhn. You're listening to Destination Retirement, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website, kuhncp.com. KUHNCP.com. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert 
800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn, I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a fiduciary, we're a registered investment advisor. We believe in income maximization, whether it's now or in the future. We planted our flag on the mountain of active management. We don't think that anybody should pay an advisor a fee to simply track the market up and down. What value are they bringing? And then lastly, we believe you must have something inside of your portfolio that can mitigate risk, whether it's 100% principal protection or whether it's a buffer, say 40%. Strategies exist today where you don't experience, you know, let's say 40% of the downside. Anything more than that, then that uh, you start to experience. So if the market was down 40, you're down zero. If the market was down 41, you're down one. Technology has created these types of strategies. Unfortunately, the message isn't out because I think most advisors are lazy. Most advisors have got accustomed to simply letting the markets manage the risk and then leave clients holding the bag. Look at what happened or what has happened year to date. So if you want to get in touch with us, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So the big question that I think people are starting to think is, okay, well, when does the market come back? And a lot of people who have lost money and don't have cash to take advantage of this market, I fear that they're getting into the mindset of, well, I have to wait till I make a change. Absolutely not. As I said at the very tail end of last segment, I think doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, I believe that's the definition of insanity. So I think people are now looking for a recovery strategy, a strategy that can recoup those losses faster than just having to sit there and wait with your current holdings to ultimately see them get back. And, and those strategies exist and there's pros, there's cons, but they're out there. And we're having a lot of conversations with individuals who have a 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 um, stock position portfolio, or they own 15, 16, 17 different ETFs. Man, it's gonna, it could take you a long time to ultimately get back to where you were now is the time to think about concentration. Now is the time to think about, okay, if we have a little bit more of aggressive strategy on the upside, but that strategy can go to cash to mitigate that future downside, well, maybe my risk profile is the same thing that I have currently, but I ultimately could make back up those gains quicker. Because if you listen to you know, what people, uh, I mean, is it gonna be a V-shaped recovery? Obviously nobody knows. But here's what I do know. The current bear market, I think, has you know, the following characteristics. We're probably looking at a recession, whether it's this year or next year. We obviously have seen the commodity spike. Just look at what is happening. And, and um, I mean, it's, you know, just, you're filling up your gas tank. I mean, that's a commodity that everybody knows. You look at the price of natural gas, you know, it's over $9 now. I mean, three, no, goodness, two years ago, I think it was 2 to $3. And you know, look at the spike that we've seen there. And, and most importantly, we have an aggressive Fed. And that is the biggest concern. When you look at the current scenario, I think you know, no two down markets are exactly the same, but a lot, oftentimes they rhyme. And similar scenarios played out in 68, in 80, in 2007. And those bear markets lasted 17 to 20 months on average. 
So it seems like this recovery may not be quick. I mean, when you look at the amount of stimulus that is coming out of the economy, I mean, my goodness, it is, it's excessive. And most people don't fully understand that. They don't grasp what that is. And even worse, advisors don't grasp what that is. And you, know, you look at, I mean, just this year, I mean, it's the fourth worst start to the year in the history of the S&P 500. I mean, in the first 97 trading days, which I know we're a little, you know, plus or minus where we're at today, but the only worst years were the Great Depression, World War II, and the Vietnam War, uh, and then obviously that, what that led into, you know, a U.S. recession. So those are all kind of scary, you know, numbers, but here's what I want you to think of, because our job is to always to do everything we can to prevent, to educate you so you could you know, have the knowledge to prevent you know, large losses. Or if you're working with an advisor to uh, question them on what are you doing for me? And you know, that's what I really want you to think of today. If this has been the fourth worst start in history of the S&P 500, and the, the only three worst starts were the Great Depression, World War II, and Vietnam, and the, you know, which, you know, the US recession at that time, yet, you haven't heard from your advisor. There was no proactive changes in place. Your buy and hold strategy, you finally have realized that it's dated, that your 60-40 strategy or equity and bonds is, I mean, it's not even, I don't even know if it was proactive 20 years ago, certainly not today. So I want you to start to think about what is ultimately going to happen. And how are you going to recoup these losses? What is the greatest way you know, what if we could still give you that same uh, risk profile that you have, but you could potentially recoup those losses, you know, much faster. And that's what I want people to start shifting their mindset for, because I wouldn't do it with the person that helped you lose that amount of money. Now, if you have cash on hand currently, and it's going to get put to work at lower prices, well, that money, those losses are going to come back much greater. And that's an investment strategy. But if you're fully engaged, you know, you're, you're just going to have some issues. And those are, you know, things that, that keep me up at night for those clients. Well, not my clients, but for those individuals that are working with the traditional advisor that just buys and holds and collects a fee to simply have you track the market up and down. Those are the people that I want to reach out to us. Those are the ones that I want to have a conversation about that there's a better way. Let's educate you on it. It's not perfect. Absolutely, positively, it's not perfect but it certainly is going to be more proactive and limit the losses, at least historically. But, you know, the caveat that is past performance isn't indicative of future results, but it's doing something and doing everything we can to manage through a scenario where we just don't know what the outcome is. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and we'll have a conversation. Okay, so let's jump into asset allocation and diversification. And when we talk about these strategies and these, you know, diversification or buy and hold or active management, unfortunately, my job is to always try to uh, reduce the amount of time that it takes individuals to want to look for something different. And that, that's not a self-serving statement. It's just, I just want you to lose less. And again, when you look at asset allocation, we've been saying this for years, especially on the radio that asset allocation is in stocks and bonds because look at what just happened. Stocks and bonds went down. Asset allocation is where's your real estate? Where's your real estate private investment? 
that you know is illiquid for a period of time, but it could be a you know give you great tax benefits and still uh, give you you know significant cash flow. Where's your investments that are going to take advantage of the commodity boom? Where are your investments that um, you know are, are just not tied to the market that have some level of protection? I mean, asset allocation is not having 15 or 100 different stocks or ETFs, asset allocation is having, you know, three or four different, totally different buckets of money, different buckets of money that have different return drivers that will go up and down at different times. That is what asset allocation is. And, you know, if you just look at, you know, uh, kind of, you look at the, the stay-at-home stocks, right? In, you know, 2020, you had Zoom, okay, Zoom, which we use every day. I love it. Not making a call on the stock, whether it's good or bad. But you looked at, you know, the market cap of $182 billion versus ExxonMobil at that time was only $135 billion. And then the end of last year, well, Zoom had a market cap around $28 billion, ExxonMobil $387 billion. So one of the managers that we utilize, it utilizes, again, mathematics, quantitative analysis, and, um, you know, it's kind of a concentrated portfolio, anywhere from 25 to 30 holdings. During the uh, COVID situation, the stay-at-home, they're very heavily weighted to stay-at-home stocks. I'm sure you've all heard of them. I mean, it's, you know, you know what they are. And if you don't know what they are, then there's a good chance you probably didn't make money during that period of time. But as the economy started to open, as the economy started to change and people were going back to work and we realized that there was light at the end of the tunnel, well, guess what? Things changed. And those stay-at-home stocks, a lot of them started to get back those gains that they experienced during that unprecedented time of 2020. But yet, if you didn't have a plan in place that was you know, uh, discipline number one, not gut feel number two, and was there to you know, simply look at what the math says, look at where, you know, what the, uh, what individual stocks are going to, you know, based on statistics, mathematics, uh, are going to give you the best risk reward. Well, our, one of our managers, we saw a great rotation out of the stay-at-home stocks and into more of the stocks that were going to be positively affected by inflation, by raising rates. And isn't that what investing is? I mean, being where you're at today, what strategy, what individual names give you the best chance to make money today doesn't mean that those same names, that those same individual stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, what have you, are going to be the best investment two, three, four, five years from now. Heck, in today's day and age, they may not even be the best investment in six months or three weeks from now. But when you have um, you know, advisors who are managing money and not farming out the asset management, because our job as advisors is to identify the deficiencies of your portfolio. Our job is to make sure that you have an income maximization plan, a tax reduction plan, a social security maximization plan, a principal protection plan. I mean, there's so many different plans that you have to have as a uh, or as, as advisors have to run. So what advisors have done is they just simply put it in the ETFs or in mutual funds or all passive strategies. And then when the market's dropped 20 to 30%, you know, tell you that ultimately it's going to come back. And it's like, really? I mean, I know this is a soapbox segment, a soapbox show probably, but, you know, as you know, our firm, we've planted our flag on active management. And a lot of times that falls on deaf ears when the markets are going up 19% annualized since, 
you know, the low of 2009. Well, it's not so much now. So if you want a better way to manage risk, in our opinion, again, there's times to buy, there's times to hold, and there's times to sell. And it's that sell component that'll probably be the greatest determining factor of your long-term success. Or said another way, that you're going to get off of the Wall Street roller coaster where we just go up with the market and ultimately down with the market. So we want to talk about a recovery strategy. We want to talk about how can we help you recoup those gains the fastest way possible while still giving the downside profile, uh, still keeping the same level of risk that you're taking on the downside. Let's talk about how we can you know, recoup those gains uh, much faster than... Uh, you know, just having you sit and, and still do what you're doing. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm, and we are a fiduciary. We believe that every portfolio must focus on or have a component that is geared towards income maximization, whether it's now or in the future. We want active management. As you know, we planted our flag on the mountain of active management. Just look at the last six months, and for those buy and hold investors, uh, you may be waiting a long time to ultimately recoup your losses. We think active management is the way to go. And then lastly, we want principal protection of some sort. Doesn't mean it has to be 100% principal protection. Strategies uh, exist today that give you a 30%, 40% buffer before you lose a penny. And those returns are more than acceptable. So you want to have a conversation, 630-492-1912, 1912 or go to the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Uh, you know, we talked a lot this show. I may sound repetitive, and I apologize if I am, but, you know, the carnage in the corporate bond market has been nothing short of extraordinary. I think this is the beginning um, to create uh, funding pressure as there are a large number of companies that are set to refinance their debt their lines of credit. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. I don't necessarily believe this is a 2008 scenario. I think balance sheets are still very, very healthy. Um, but I talk, I am talking to a lot of individuals in the 401k space and outside the 401k space, but they're using target date funds. And if you don't know what a target date fund is, I think I did a segment on this last summer, but a target date fund is simply, it could be, you know, uh, 2045, could be 2040. It's basically looking into the future and the closer you get to retirement, they are going to move more of your equity money to fixed income in fixed income, meaning bonds. I can't tell you how much money is in target date funds. And I've sounded the alarm on target date funds. 
Um, you know, again, I think it was last summer. I'll have to, to try to find that segment and share it. But we were talking about if they're going to go to fixed income and interest rates rise and the markets drop, it's a recipe for disaster. So if you do have target date funds, you know exactly what I'm talking about, especially if it's a near date target date fund where, you know, they are 40, 50, 60% fixed income. You know exactly uh, what I'm talking about, unfortunately, because you probably experience significant losses in your bond funds and significant losses in your equities. So, you know, to me, that's uh, a huge issue. And it seems like Wall Street only wants to, or not Wall Street, but uh, the big firms. And, you know, it's always about fees, 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 fees. You want to work, you know, it doesn't matter what the returns are. You just don't want to pay any fees. And to me, that's crazy because, you know, a target date fund is, is free for all intents and purposes other than, you know, the uh, expense ratios of the funds, but you might not be paying an advisor. But look at what the real fee is. The fee is you might be down 20 to 30% where other strategies, maybe you're only down five, maybe you're only down seven. So fees are certainly a consideration, but you know we've been in this period of time where passive investing has just seen extensive, you know, uh, unsustainable returns. Where now, you know, stock picking, we think, and being very targeted is going to be the new passive investing strategy. So it is okay to pay a fee if we can look at. You know, a year like 2008, for example, one of our growth managers, the maximum fee that could be charged, uh, it's not that everybody pays that fee, but you take what they were down 7.7%, and then you look at adding the maximum fee, and you are only down 10% when the markets were down 37%. I mean, would you care what your fee was if net of returns you were down almost single digits? So newsflash, fees you know, if you look at the more sophisticated investors, they don't even really care what the fee is. I just want to look at after tax or after fee return. Tell me what the after fee return is. And that's, again, it, it's our job as an advisor to educate people and educate investors that sometimes the more proactive risk management strategies uh, that are out there, they're going to be more expensive. But there's a reason why they're more expensive. It's because you're getting value, you're receiving value when you need it the most, which, you know, in my opinion, is is obviously a uh, in a down market. So, you know, hopefully fees aren't the way that you ultimately make uh, investing decisions. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, that's, um, you know, it is and, and it's our job as advisors, at least my job, because everything we do is we want to lead through education um, you know, our job is just to educate. We're not here to sell. And our job is to just educate and, and let you make the, hopefully the, what we think is the right decision. But if you don't, we always respect that it's your money. So you're starting to see a lot of press come out today that it's not a loss until you sell. It's only a loss on paper. All of these analogies to make you feel good about losing 20 to 30% of your money. And, you know, and again, full disclosure, our growth managers are down. I don't want you know anybody to come to us or call us at 630-492-1912 because you think that our growth managers are so smart that they can predict the markets because it can't happen. Well, it could happen, but if, if, if it does happen, I promise you they don't need our money, they don't need your money, and we can't get them to, to manage our, you know, our assets, obviously. But here's the difference. Our managers are, have a heavy cash position. So like I tell my clients today, 
yeah, I don't like to be down. I mean, who likes to lose money, right? Nobody likes to lose money. It is investing and investing. There is always that element of risk. And if you look at like the 1987 correction, um, it, it has been, you know, I have read, I don't know if this is exactly correct. I don't know how they would uh, come up with these, you know, these odds, but it was a one in trillion uh, percent chance or one in a trillion chance that we would have seen what happened in 1987. I don't know if that's anywhere near close, but of, of being accurate, it's, it's widely reported. But I think what that shows us is the unexpected happens a lot longer than we expect. An old adage that we used to say, you know, when we were young bucks in the business in the mid 90s, and, and we thought we knew everything was the market can stay irrational longer than investors can stay solvent. I mean, so it's, you know, it happens, it happens longer on the upside, and it happens longer on the downside. So I don't want you to fall prey to what now I'm starting to see a lot of that it's not timing the market, it's time in the market. And all of that is accurate. All of that is so true. But what they're forgetting to share with you is unless you have permanent capital, that is where the one strategy where buy and hold could work. If you have permanent capital coming in, large chunks of money every single month, that you're lucky enough, you've got a business or you, you're whatever, you've got a lot of money to put to work every single month, well, then yes, that permanent capital, a buy and hold strategy is probably going to do very, very well because you're buying, you're putting a lot more money to work at lower prices. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't have permanent capital. So if you don't have permanent capital, then you know what? You have to look at doing things a little different. Don't fall prey to the Wall Street press, the Wall Street, in a lot of ways, propaganda, the marketing to get you to feel good about losing a substantial amount of money. Because, I mean, you know, Wall Street's smart. They know what they're doing. They test thousands and thousands of words uh, to make individuals feel comfortable with seeing significant dips in their portfolio. And, and, and here's the reality of it. I don't know if the market's going to bounce back right away or not. Nobody does. But I know that clients who have substantial cash positions who have sat out um, a lot of the downside that ultimately when the markets do come back and if, you know, these managers adhere to their philosophy and put that money to work at much lower prices, well, they're going to recoup those losses much, much faster than those that have buy and hold strategies. So those are the investors that I really want to call in this week in the next couple of weeks, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you've been managing the money on your own, and you've done really, really well, congratulations. If you were able to weather through, you know, this past five and a half, six months without, you know, seeing a lot of downside, well, even more kudos to you. But if you hadn't, and if you have experienced losses, let's have a conversation. If you're working with an advisor that has that buy and hold philosophy in place, that wants you to feel okay about seeing substantial losses, that it doesn't have something in place for you to look forward to, like with our clients, having that cash position. Yes, it's painful now, but it's, it's kind of short term because that money will get put to work. Markets go back up. We recoup losses much faster than those individuals that have simply the buy and hold strategy in place. Those are the investors that I hope will reach out to us this week. We're not here to say we told you so. We're not here to say you could have done better. 
you know all of that stuff if, you're, if you've lost some money. Our job is to now say, where are you at? How do we take your same risk profile by utilizing cash so we have that same downside protection, probably more downside protection than what you have now? And then how can we recoup those losses much, much, much faster than currently what you're doing? So that's what we want. Hopefully this show, it was kind of a rant and rave show. It's a show that I uh, just, you know, I just had a, a lot of things I wanted to get off my chest, especially given what's going on in the market. A lot of the calls that I've had this week and last week have been problematic um, in what I'm hearing from you know, listeners on the advice that they're getting from, you know, other financial professionals. I think you get what you pay for. I truly do. I think in periods like today and this year, the good advisors rise to the top. Um, we all look like heroes when the markets are, you know, raging and the markets keep going up. But you know, you have a good strategy in place if, number one, you have cash today that can be put to work at lower prices and help recoup those losses. You know you have a good advisor today if you have structured strategies inside of your portfolio that give you some sort of a buffer. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, there's a note out there today, structured note, super uh, great credit rated bank, one of the best in the world, 50% uh, downside protection uh, at principal to make 10.7% a year. So, I mean, that is the kind of thing that we wanna start to bring into your portfolio strategies that are going to take some time for you to understand some education on our part, but we're okay with that. So we want to help everybody. We want to make sure that uh, you're giving yourself the best chance to succeed. Those advisors that aren't doing that, um, you know, clients or advisors like us are going to be talking with your clients and uh, we're going to do all we can to help educate them so they can make educated decisions on how they can make the most amount of money possible and lose the least amount of money and especially in uncertain markets. So with that being said, I hope everybody got something out of the show. Give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have a conversation this week. Visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Until next week, have a great week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.